Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for listening to the hashtag Create Your Earth Life podcast with myself, your host, Janessa Staples. And today we are going to be talking about Easter. So Easter is right around the corner. It is what, five days away? Something like that. Um, very important though. So I have been on this earth for 27 years. I'm 27 years old. As most of you or all of you know, I don't know if you're new here. If you're new here, I come from the new age. Um, I consider myself a newborn Christian still. I don't know how long you're supposed to consider yourself a newborn Christian, but I was just saved summer 2020. So less than a year ago. And I am learning so much, obviously, from God, from the Bible, different uh, holidays, what they're about. And Easter is considered a Christian holiday. And so it's so exciting because there's Palm Sunday, which was last Sunday. It was on the 28th. And the reason they call it Palm Sunday is because this is the day where Jesus is on a donkey. He is riding, I think, I believe he's riding into Jerusalem. Hold on, let me, let me check that. Okay, yes. Yeah, so he's riding into Jerusalem. You see, I am learning a lot. But um, so he's riding this donkey, they call it a colt, into Jerusalem, and everyone is putting down palm leaves and all these things to worship him. And they're saying, Hosanna, Hosanna, which means uh, save me, save me, save me. So they're all saying this. This is one week before Jesus is killed. Um, he is killed on the cross. So, and Jesus knows what's going to happen. He has already said already that someone's going to betray me. I am going to be killed. And then I'm going to come up three days later. And a lot of his disciples, maybe all of them are like, they have no idea what's going on. They don't understand what he's saying, but he tells them, this is what's going to happen. So he knows, think about this. Can you imagine like, this is what's happening. Everyone's worshiping you. It's such a good day. And he knows inside his head, like, yeah, and in seven days, you guys are going to go against me. I'm going to be betrayed, and then everyone's going to be cheering that I am crucified, and I am going to be killed. I'm going to be beaten, terribly beaten, whipped. I'm going to be putting a, th a thorn crown on top of my head. I'm going to be mocked. People are going to be mocking me. They're going to dress me up and mock me and act like they're worshiping me, but like joke around about it, and then like put me on a cross and kill me even though I haven't done anything wrong. And a guy, another guy, uh, I think his name is Barabbas, or I don't know if I'm saying his name right, but he actually, I think, murdered someone or he did something bad in the city or town, whatever they call it. He did something bad. He went to jail and they get to release one person and they ask, they ask the people, they ask the multitude, do you want to, they ask the multitude, do you want to release Jesus? And they say, no, crucify him. And they release this, this guy that actually did something wrong that was bad. Um, so just think, you know, Jesus knows like up until this day right now, he's like, like up until this day back then, you know, so it's only like five, four days away. He knows I'm going to be killed soon, but it's going to be for the greater good the greater good. I'm going to be killed and then I'm going to come back. I'm going to go be with the father for three days. I'm going to come back and it's going to be for the greater good because their sins are going to be paid for. 
That's what he did for us. He bought our sins. So now God can forgive us and God isn't going to destroy us um, like in the flood and whatnot. So here are some things. I wrote a blog post. I haven't been able to post my blog yet because I had some complications with the domain, the www.createyourearthlife.com. It was um, on a different website host and I had to transfer it and I guess it takes a few days. So hopefully it'll be up on the first. But what I wrote about um, is what does Easter celebrate? So here we go. I'm going to read some of it to you guys. So where does the name come from? Um, Some believe the name comes from a so-called pagan Anglo-Saxon goddess of spring and fertility. So paganism is basically worshiping the earth, um, worshiping like for spring. So like Easter, the beginning of spring, they're worshiping like new life, uh, animals, trees, whatever, earth. They worship earth. They don't worship God. So um, the Anglo-Saxon goddess of spring and fertility, it's E-O-S-T-R-A-E, Ostra. Others believe the name came from a Latin phrase that means dawn and becomes E-O-S-T-A-R-U-M, Ostrum in Old High German, a connection to the English language of today. And Easter started as a pagan holiday, like I just said. Um, and it's actually familiar with what's going on nowadays because I think a lot of people, um, they are so focused on the earth and like talking about, you know, climate change and all that. And obviously I think it's really great to keep the earth clean. God created this place and I think we should take care of it. Um, but I'm not going to worship the earth and I'm going to worship God. (laughs) Um, so in paganism, the roots of the of paganism are still in Easter. So people still use Easter as a way to celebrate spring and the new life and everything like I had already mentioned. Um, the reason Easter became and is considered a Christian holiday is because it is said to be the day of Jesus' resurrection in the gospel. This specific day honors Jesus cleansing our slate of sin and allowing us eternal life by dying for us. Easter also observes the miracle of God bringing his only son, Jesus, back from the dead. And then it says 1 Peter 1, 3, blessed be the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to living hope through the resurrection, resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. So that's interesting because there are so many things and I truly believe it's Satan that he, um, he, Priscilla Shriller, Shearer, Shearer, Priscilla Shearer, you guys should look her up. She, I just finished a Bible study that she um, created. She has wonderful Bible studies. And she says, Satan's lies are so close to the truth that you can easily be fooled. So if you don't know the truth, if you don't know the Bible, he can fool you. And so you see how it says like Jesus cleaning our slate of sin and allowing us eternal life by dying for us. Um, And this like creates a new life. And so Christians celebrate it as new life because of Jesus. Pagans celebrate it as new life because of spring. So close to the truth, but yet it's not the truth. So as for the bunny... Obviously, the Bible doesn't talk about a bunny, or maybe you don't know that, but yes, no, 
the, the Bible does not. The story of the Easter Bunny comes from a traditional tradition created by German immigrants in the 1700s. Their children would make large nests for Osterhase, a egg-laying rabbit, to lay eggs in. Over time, this tradition spread throughout America, which inspired the business of chocolates, assorted candies, and gifts. Is this Easter egg tradition considered Christian? So yes and no. Even though Easter started as a pagan holiday that became a Christian holiday representing the resurrection of Christ, it has still held its pagan roots. The Easter egg can be looked as at from a Christian and pagan perspective. Pagans think of the Easter egg as a symbol of new life and celebration of spring, which makes sense for Christians in the sense that Jesus died and came back to life, a new life. Some Christians think of the Easter egg as a representation of the end of Lent. It is thought that Christians weren't allowed to eat eggs during Lent, so they would paint them during Lent and eat them on Easter to celebrate the end of the fast. There are other traditions celebrated around Easter, like the egg roll at the White House on the Monday after Easter. Some believe the egg roll is a representation of the stone in front of Jesus' tomb being rolled away, which led to the resurrection. And I got um, most of this information. Where are my sources? This information came from history.com. So throughout this week, until we hit Easter, just really think about like, what would be your thoughts um, if you were Jesus, if you knew in a few days, like you're going to die. And he is not even like you, you see in the Bible, he's not like freaking out. He's not like having anxiety. He's not like, Oh my goodness, like, like I feel like I would be crawled up in bed just like anxious and worried. But he knows he has God and he's doing something for the greater good and he's going to come back and he's going to show these beautiful miracles that he does as he has been showing. Um, so think about that. And then also on Easter, really think about like what does the day represent? It is not all about an Easter bunny and Easter eggs and eating candy and all that. Um, and really think about that and share that with your family and share that with your children that today is a, or Easter is a really special day. Jesus died for us on that day. And also I want to include something else. Um, I'm a evangelical Christian. So I believe everything in the Bible. I believe that Jesus came back from the dead. And there are some people that just don't believe that. Um, and they're just like, that's just like a miracle or all those healings, like not true or whatever. And I just, the reason I believe these miracles is because it's not just happened in the Bible. You know, Jesus didn't just heal people in the Bible. There are stories. Listen to people's testimonies. Listen to other podcasts that have people on there. And there are people that will tell you, like, Jesus healed my back. Like, I saw him, and then I got surgery. And then when I got my back checked again, uh, the metal was out of my back. But my back is fine. Like, the surgeon put metal in my back, and it's gone. And, like, and I saw Jesus at that time. Like, or there was a woman that I listened to, and she had a um, tumor and people like a bunch of pastors prayed for her and the tumor disappeared after a couple of days. She was supposed to go on and get it surgically removed and it was gone and it was a big tumor. It wasn't something that was just going to disappear. Like science can't explain that, you know? So miracles happen. And these are just two stories that I can think of. Um, I can think of a lot of other stories of people being, you know, pregnant and uh, Sheila Walsh, you should look up her podcast. She talks about a story about being pregnant and something happens and she was suggested to do something. And she said, no, I'm not doing that. And 
she prayed and prayed and prayed and her prayers were answered and it was just a miracle. Um, and like you could say, Oh, it's coincidence. Like what happened and everything, but no miracles happen every single day to people, whether people realize it or not, God is doing work. And that's why I truly believe that, you know, with God, with God, anything is possible. That's what it says in the Bible with God, anything is possible. So why would it not be possible for a man to come back if he is come back from the dead, if he is the son of God, you know? So that's how I feel about it. It just sometimes kind of makes me sad. Like I hear people that are very influential and very smart and they're like, oh, that's just crazy. Like those miracles like didn't happen. That's insane. And I'm like, that's, it's not insane. It's not, you know, God does miracles every day, but you know what? That's what the Bible says, that people are going to be against you. They're going to persecute you. And we can talk about that another time, how persecution is still happening right now. Today, Christians are being killed in other countries. And who knows what's going to happen in America. All right, let's end today with a good note. I hope you guys have the best day ever. God bless you.